All right, so you're heading into your first meeting. What you're going to find at this first meeting is people are going to ask you generally the same questions. This is a really great time to really get to know the candidate and to figure out what kind of personality they've got and how best for you to approach this person. As we all know, every personality is different and people react to different um, communication styles. So being a great RPL assessor means being able to identify people's personality traits. It's exactly like being in hospitality. When you are working behind the bar, when you're working in a cafe, how you approach people and how you deal with them is generally a mirror of how they behave as well. We generally tend to match people with their personality styles. It makes for much easier um, exchange. So at the first meeting, try and be super casual, okay? You know, people can get scared off at the idea that someone's there to assess them. I mean, I would. It's like going into an exam. So I try to be extremely casual, extremely friendly, and just explain to them, look, this is an easy process. It's an easy process because you've already done all the hard work. Um, you've been in the industry for 10, 15, however many years that they've been in the industry. This qualification is recognition of all that time spent. We're not expecting them to do an exam. We're not expecting them to do any projects or submit any reports. All we're asking them to do is to chat with us and it becomes our job to assist them in compiling all of their experience into something that can be submitted um, to the Queensland Government. So what I like to do is explain to them why they get the opportunity to do RPL. Um, people can be very cautious of um, programs being too easy or it's too good to be true kind of scenario and how I respond to that is how long have you been in the industry and they respond with 15 years and I say mate that is the longest diploma of hospitality management I've ever seen anyone done I wouldn't consider this short course whatsoever you've already done the work we're not putting you through a course all we're doing is mapping what you've done into the units of competency. Easy peasy. So the reason that we're doing this and the reason that it's not costing you a lot of money to do it is because the government recognises hospitality as a skill shortage area currently. Now, you and I both know that there's no shortage of skill, but there possibly is a shortage of qualification. And the reason that is, is you and I both know, you get into hospitality, you learn on the job, you then don't leave your full-time job, go and pay a bunch of money to go study something that you've already learned. It just doesn't happen like that. And the government has recognised this, and that's why they're supporting recognition of prior learning. So for those of us within the industry that really do have the skills and the experience, gives us an opportunity to access um, the same qualifications as people that went to, uh, say, for example, take to learn it. So on the first meeting, always trying to explain the why, um, the how, how are we going to do this? What's the process here? Oh, cool. I'm glad you asked. It's super simple. As long as you're happy to catch up with me and have me lurking around your workplace like a real weirdo, we're going to do just fine because we're going to do um, break down your assessment into separate parts. Um, one is going to be a third party testimonial, which we're going to get your boss or your supervisor to sign that they think that you're competent in this as well. 
Um, we're going to do observation. So I'm going to hang out here with you while you work, writing notes. I may look a little bit weird, but that's okay. I won't interrupt you at work. Um, competency conversation. We're going to have that as we go. So you're going to have me asking you strange questions. Like, hey, tell me about the last time you dealt with a conflict situation. What happened? Was it a you know, staff member or was it um, customer? Tell me about it. So I'm going to be collecting notes on that as well and creating um, a report based on that. And the other thing that we're going to do is evidence. So I use the term evidence very loosely because evidence is essentially items that you use on a day-to-day basis and you probably don't even think twice about it. Stuff like opening and closing procedures, cleaning rosters, staff rosters, customer service policy feedback forms all of that beautiful stuff i'm going to pop around take a whole bunch of photos of um, and anything that we can't find in that way um i'm going to come back to you and we're going to find something else that will work for it so that's how it's going to work it's probably going to take us um you'll probably need to see me about three times i would say um i'm not going to interrupt your working i'm going to make it super easy for you my job is to help you compile all your experience and put it into terms that the Department of Education and Training understands. So I'm essentially here to assist you as well as assessing you. So that's my approach to building a rapport with someone in the first instance is explaining why they get the opportunity to do this, how it's going to happen, and this is the best lead into the self-assessment. So I will say, Cool, so if you're happy with that, all we need to do is do a little quick self-assessment. Um, you know, assessed on this, this is just a tool for you and I to both understand which tasks you do in your job so that we can choose the training program that's going to suit your skill set the best. Cool, so I can't stress you enough at the first meeting, be casual, be yourself create a rapport, a little witty banter, because essentially to have this RPL process work the way you want it to, you need to have a relationship with these people and they need to trust you and know that you're here to help them um, and that it's going to be a super simple process. So just relax and be casual and have fun.